and welcome back to another episode of New Wakanda. This is Dead and Snee, joined as always by my co-host Talon Kell. Hey, what's up? And this is a new, new year. It is 2021 as we are alive and, and happy to see that we're on the other side of a, a long year of, of many things change and uh, an unprecedented circumstance. And so we want to take this time to not only reflect and find a retrospective in what the year 2020 was for us, both creatively, personally, and professionally, but also what is the outlook for 2021. So with that, Talyn, first and foremost, how are you today? Mm, I'm actually doing all right. I'm doing okay. Um, it's 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 been busy so far. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Uh, the, the thing is, is, you know, these, these, even though we like to segment our time and say it's a whole new year, new time, new life, new, whatever is a, a starting point, a reset point, you know, these are, you know, manufactured ideas, except for the whole seasons changing part. And so it's, it's a continuation of what's going on. Like, it's just, did I make a plan for this time? You know, did, did I actually have a stop point? at the end of the year and did I set a start point for something else with the change in year so but yeah you know everything I've had to do people come out in January like we got to get stuff done and I'm just like oh if you say so (laughs) so yeah how about you well it feels I'll be honest I still feel very numb from last year but in a sense, I know that I'm better now than I was through most of it. It's it's always the, the new year and the new resolutions and things like that. But I feel like for me this year, all of that just wasn't part of, of my new year countdown. Or even what I'm, I think that we'll talk about a little bit to how I'm even pre- I guess looking at the new year to come. And it's, it's because... I feel like I've changed a lot and, and kind of looking at it, when I say change, uh, you know, physically, I feel like I've changed. I've changed professionally for sure. Um, changed more in my personal life. It's just been in re- Yeah. Just looking back at it, like this is as much change and, and hardship that I think I can re- recall in my adult life is, has been, was surmised in 2020. And so I am okay, but I will say that that okay is a caveat with I know now that I wasn't okay before. And, and so I'm happy to say that things are, are on the upswing. And so that, I think that's enough enough to kind uh, of get us started. And, and yeah, <laughs> off the pause. Yeah, it's... Uh, and again, because we talk about the, the, the journey, right? The creative journey and the way that we kind of take ourselves from one place to another. And we, and I think for this show and between us, we do a good job acknowledging the, the parts where the, the, the going gets tough and where things are, are not according to plan and we're not just putting on a bright face and trying to power through it. I think that was normally more me, but I reached that point this year where I couldn't do it anymore. And so that's the part where I'm still stuck a little bit, but knowing that what do you creatively, mean? go ahead. No, what do you mean? Stuck? You're stuck what? Yeah, you know, I think it's still a little bit of, of shell shock. I'm still a little fragmented from, from a lot of love. And I guess they, they kind of share... Uh, with and kind of share with our our audience here. You know, I, I lost a couple of, of family members to COVID, you know, and and then it seemed like it was just in a, a sequence. Uh, I had four members of my, in my family, and I have a very small family, so I had four members of my family die last this past year. Um, one relatively young, pretty much as a brother, uh, and this is right at right when COVID started, and you know, kind of. It just never stopped. It seemed like every other, every two or three months, it was a funeral. And we probably had about 15 years before where, you know, we only had like uh, 
you know, maybe a couple of people passing. And, and I always say that these things happen in season. Everybody has their hard time in life. You know, I don't know if it's by grand design or by perception, but I feel like kind of that happening uh, in the holiday uh, when it was my stepdad and it was just, and it was just super unexpected. And it just was, you, know, you don't think someone's going to, you know, like that is, that is going to happen to you. It's, um, like we're going to get a break. And then it just seemed to be the, like a cadence of just hard things just came along. And I always try to think that I've trained myself to handle this stuff a certain way. Cause I'm, I'm built like my mom, like we're, we're, we're cast iron. Like we, we don't bend, we don't, we don't rust. Like no matter what happens, you know, it's that pan is still going to fry in the morning. And I think I try to build myself up like that, but then it's just like when something like that breaks, like it breaks all the way. And it's a thing where it just doesn't snap back together. It doesn't weld back together. Like it's, it's something different. And I felt like I did have that point of really just of snapping. Like it just, it was too much. It was too much financially. It was too much personally, you know, and, and it's kind of that part where now, you know, instead of parents taking care of me, I've got to take care of parents. And like now I'm on that side of life and that can, that can aid you in a lot of places. They can aid you financially. They can aid you in a lot of spots. So now I think this was that year of the, you know, I really didn't have that. Okay. This is the, the chance you know, this, and again, I don't make it a hallmark, but it's like, this is a, a big deal. Like now this has happened and, and now it's not, and it's not going to be the same. And so that made it hard to come across to make this kind of go back to what this podcast is like creatively where I had been about at the 15th time of about to finish Sorghum and Spear, and then something happened. And so, you know, for our fans and folks that follow me, uh, my calling to fame kind of creatively is this fantasy comic book called Sorghum and Spear. And, and I'm pretty much two years late on it. I mean, just, just to kind of speak plainly. And it's not because of anybody but me. And I really was trying this summer to get that book out. And it just seems like the bottom fell out. Just everything I touched just didn't work. And I'm, I try to be very meticulous. I take on a lot. Uh, I take on way more than I should. But mm-hmm. I really try to make it a sense of I take on a lot because I can handle a lot. And that's always been the way that I seem to do 15 things at once. And I know that's like also a claim of mine is if you think I'm doing one thing, I'm really doing 10. and that's what gets me up in the morning or makes it where I don't really go to sleep at night. And all that said is now I'm on this side of things where a lot of this stuff doesn't matter as much anymore. Like now it's just, Hmm, you know, I've got to start thinking about retirement. I got to start thinking about where is my mom want to stay in the next 10, 10 weeks and not 10 years, you know, like, you know, it's, uh, it was a lot. And then of course, you know, what, what, better time to have that in the holidays. So really it took everything I could and, and I look back at it and I did probably did some things I really wouldn't have expected me to do on both sides of that. Like I finished the book. So that's kind of like the story I'm getting to. Like I finished the book on Christmas, um, Christmas day and I sent it to our backers. So this kind of showed this proof of life. And it was like, I really wanted that to be what I wanted to do for Christmas. But in doing that, I was not pleasant to be around. And I try to, I'm, I try to always be, but I think it was just, uh, I just, just was miserable. I wasn't, I wasn't happy to be around myself. I know my family wasn't happy to be around me. And again, we were in quarantine. So what friends were really around me at that point. And so that's the part where it's just like, and that's not me, but it was me. And so like trying to see this, look at it now. Yeah, I finished my book. And, but look at all the things that changed while I was on page 61 to page 68, which only was like the seven pages I was waiting on. So this is a very long ramble to say that there's still a part of me that I didn't get back from Christmas. And I'm trying to see if time is going to fix that or not. And, you know, we're too close to it for me to honestly say.
Well, yeah, I'm glad you threw that last part on there. I'm like, it's been two weeks. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the so that's my descent and and return back to um, to it. But uh, like, I could I can feel like it was a year, a hard year from Thanksgiving to Christmas. It was a man. I gotta say, I, I wouldn't wish anybody having to deal with. Um, Something like this during COVID ever. If you want to ever deal with it, you definitely don't want to deal with it with COVID. You absolutely don't want to deal with it more than once. Like you don't want to go to COVID funerals. That's not fun. But uh, that said, you know, uh, we got to, we do have to keep on, you know, because then I'm really looking at it like, well, what, I'm, what are people going to say about me when it's, it's my turn? And not to make this all macabre, but it's just like, you know, we... That's really what I've seen is just like, what do people say when you're not here anymore? And so that's kind of a, a new aspect of haste that I've taken on like now. And, and I'll talk about it. I mean, I took on, again, I take on a lot of projects, but I took on way too many projects this time. And, and there was no getting out of it. There was some stuff that wasn't going to go my way. There was just no way. Like I had a, fantastic dream job that I couldn't hold on to. It just was too much. I was trying to do too much. Um, and yeah, it was just things like that. Like I'd, I'd get one thing, but I'd miss one too. And that's not a good law of averages. And, you know, I look at it and at the end, yeah, I finished my book and I have my health and I'm and relatively where I want to be creatively. But now it's the idea of that looking back and it's it's hard to look back. You sound like you have a lot of regret. Oh yeah, this year, yeah, for sure. But I'm, I, but let's let's be real though. Like we're living through this this pandemic, which is something we've never experienced in our lifetime, and we're as a as a country we're handling terribly. Uh, <laughs> Um, and we're under one of the worst governments, like as far as leadership goes, there's a complete lack. The The transparency as to how corrupt they are is undisputable at this point. Is that the word? Undisputable? Indisputable? Indisputable at this point. Yeah. And like, it's this constant, like weird hostility and threats of violence that's constantly surrounding us. Um, and we're we're being like corralled into pretending things are okay, and they're not. They're definitely not okay. Um, and you just mentioned all the loss that you've experienced, which is a massive amount, especially considering you're like we have we're a small family. You have a small family, and you haven't had like you've gone like fifteen years with maybe one or two sporadic losses and then they have four back to back within like a 10 month period okay. like i don't you sitting up here being having regrets about this year i don't I, I like i get it and the reason i get it is because and i was actually talking about this with somebody yesterday we grew up in this shitty ass exploitative capitalist system right where we have been brainwashed our entire lives that we're always supposed to be productive at any cost no matter what we have to keep going we have to be okay we have to make things work and so our whole perspective on what success is and what living is and what being well is is co completely corrupted by that ideology and so right. trying to separate how you are and who you are outside of this belief system which is crappy at its base level <laughs> that we've been totally reared in and are constantly having reinforced on us at every turn is very challenging and that's the segue into how my 2020 went which is trying to break out of that mindset trying to not look at my life as what have I accomplished? What am I accomplishing now? What can I look forward to accomplishing? And just mm -hmm. being 
and just making sure and being okay and feeling good and doing things that feel good and not feeling like everything has to be a product or an outcome or, you know, some kind of thing on my brand and making myself into a brand and all of that crap. Like it's been trying to eradicate that and then coming to terms with what that actually means from that professional standpoint, which is I look at, you know, like you, you were, you, you talk about a lot of personal things and I didn't know you lost that many people and I'm sorry. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that. I knew about your stepfather and one other person, but I didn't know it was four people. That's a lot. Um, and I mean, that's actually a part of, you know, the whole problem and I say problem, but just with how we communicate, we communicate and we look at our communication as, oh, this was a great conversation. It should be a podcast, but we don't talk to each other as friends, but we kind of consider ourselves friends. So it's a weird kind of space to be in. And I guess thinking about, I want, I want to transition myself out of this constant productivity accomplishment model and just, and just live. And it's, it's almost impossible if you're trying to live as a creative because everything that you enjoy doing, you've kind of made into something that should be making a profit. And so that makes, you know, your play also your work. And I did that for a while because I was thinking if I made my play my work, it would be fun. And it just made me hate my play. So I stopped playing. (laughs) And so I'm trying to break out of that. And, um, yeah, but it, it's it's challenging. Like I'm not going to say this is easy. Our our society does not is not meant to be easy for us. We are meant to be fighting for scraps against each other all the time, and you know undermining each other because that's the way the system works. Um, but yeah, like I I don't think like I understand the regret. I don't think it's justified in any way for you. And and I definitely hear that. And I think that when I see, I say regret, it is regret. I don't want to undersell it. It is regret. I think it's the idea of, I don't know. I mean, it's, I feel like it is, it is regret. And I'm trying to think of the, the right way to phrase it. It's regret, but it's also a bit of, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not doing well putting what this is. Because um, you're still because, processing it. Yeah, and that's that could be part. That is definitely part of it. So we, part of it is. I'm just trying to think. Lastly, it is. No, it's okay. It's, it's imp- I know what it is, and now okay. I know my apologies. It's regret, but it's also this idea of like it comes with this point of. It validates that regret validates this imposter syndrome that I have been dealing with for some time now. And I think that's that's the part I was trying to make the connection to is when I have these regrets and I see these things that don't go my way. A lot of times I say, "Okay, see, this is why you're not really a writer. This is why you're not really a producer. You know, you're a guy that can get to a certain point, but you don't finish. Right. And that's the part that I feel like is it's more of that. It's definitely regret, and everybody, and, and I'm, I'm realistic enough to understand that you know most people fail on, on, uh, you know, on the first try, right? Nobody, most people don't get it right on the first try, and my thing is always to get up and try it again. But I think it's this idea now, when good things happen, uh, I, I'm, I'm just stopping. I just let it go, and that's why I say like that, that job that I had is, um. That, honestly, it was like a life changing job, I, and I just couldn't do it. I just, I just, I just let it crumble. Like I just let an opportunity just go by. You know, I let a, a, a lucrative uh, programming opportunity, and again, I say this just as you know, working on stuff, and and it was a no brainer. It would have, I should have just stopped what I was doing and finished it, but I just didn't like the idea of 
being, you know, basically almost getting a, a, a accolade for doing something. I didn't like it. And so I didn't do it. And so I didn't get this money I desperately needed in the pandemic. And so it's just ideas of things like that. Um, and that's something that slowly I'm trying to be better about. And I feel like that's the big thing that I've got to, I've got to overcome is this idea that somehow, yeah, I'm not who I say I am in the creative sense. Well, I'm doing a lot of stuff and I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> I probably do more stuff than I even give myself credit for. Like, I don't, I don't want people talking about me and I don't know how to get past that. Cause now people want to talk about me and I'd rather just do the work. I've always been like that. I don't like attention. I don't like credit. I just want the work done. I don't have to be the boss, you know, and then I say that and then found a, a company where I'm in charge of <laughs> making other people do, you know, uh, bring their creative dreams uh, to fruition. And so I'm good at helping other folks in that sense. But when it's me, I overthink and underperform. And that's, but that's the imposter syndrome I'm talking. But, you know, to say to that, you know, I realize that's part, that's the part of the journey I'm on for 2021. And I'm optimistic that because of the stuff that I, I refuse to acknowledge or appreciate in 2020, that there'll be some good things that'll happen in 2021. Um, and now I just have to process this in a way that lets me enjoy it while I have it. Because uh, my thing is, I don't want to look back and say, like I did for, do for 2020, like I threw away some good opportunities for change. Here's, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for a pause here because I didn't hear what you said in that sense. I'm sorry. I didn't say but, anything. Uh, okay. I was. I, th I thought it sounded like you were talking, but kind of cutting out. No, I, or, I started and I okay. stopped and I breathed real hard. Right. <laughs> and then I started again and I stopped mm. because I'm trying to figure out everything you said. There was a lot in there. It's going to be like a therapy session for you today. I can oh, yeah. I mean, I figure this is a therapy episode for me. I'm just rant because, again, I think this is probably about the first time in 20 years I've talked about my my internal feelings or emotions. So probably at this point, I'm, I'm not like I don't care, but I'm more of like, you know, it happened. And I'm, I'm more like I can acknowledge this stuff because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having to. I mean, it'll what happens is this is this is what happens and this is something that every person who's gone through any kind of trauma and recovery and therapy after their quote-unquote recovery so to speak like when you get yourself into therapy the thing you start learning is that the stuff that you did to survive all that hard stuff is stuff that doesn't work after you're out of that situation so like like for me, I grew up being very extremely self-sufficient, like so self-sufficient and like learning not to ask for help because when I asked for help, they would just say, you're smart. You can figure it out. You have, we have other people who need more assistance than you. You, we don't have time to help you too. You need to figure this out yourself. So after a while, you just stop. You stop asking people what they think and how they can help you, if they can give you a hand, and you just start doing it yourself. And you have a hard time giving work away. You have a hard time delegating, that kind of thing. And to be honest with you, as an adult, like almost everything I've worked on, I've realized that if I didn't keep at it, the people who were collaborating with me, <laughs> it wouldn't have gone any further. Like. I was the driving energy and force behind many of the things that ended up happening. Um, and so that's, so it, it reinforced that idea of I have a hard time working collectively with people. I have a hard time asking for help still because I, I just now I don't even have the language really to ask for help. Instead, I just created different spaces that, that my version of help now is that I create different spaces where I can, work through these different things that I want and then reach, 
you know, a conclusion or a plan of action or something along those lines without explicitly saying, can you help me with this? Right. So um, it, it's a very roundabout way of doing it. But if but I had to learn to do it because I would never be able, even if I even though I had created this really like almost complex way of getting the help that I need. <laughs> I'm still asking for help in my own way. Um, if I never asked for help, I wouldn't be able to even do that much. And so, like, with you, like, and I've said this to you before. I said this to you over a year ago. I'm like, one of the things that I both like and hate about you, and I do feel this strongly. I wouldn't say hate. I, I'm not. I, I'm more like I don't like it. I, I, and it, it concerns me a little bit is what you said about what you learned from your mom, which is you always put a good face on. You always say it's going to be fine. And you put that out there and you keep that, that because and when I, when I see people who do that, I look at them and I'm like, you're a liar. You're not acknowledging, you know, all the parts of what's going on. And when you don't do that, then what happens is you have, other parts of you that you don't acknowledge that might be perceived as negative, but they're really mm-hmm. just parts of you that you aren't acknowledging. And so these unacknowledged things are driving some of your decision making because you don't admit that they're there and you don't even know that they're driving your decision making because you don't admit that they're there. And that makes you a dangerous person to be around because you don't know when you're lying because you lie to yourself all the time. And so. That's always kind of like a funny, funny area. You know, it's like this is the positivity people do that shit, too. And I understand it. Like, I understand when I'm exhausted, <laughs> when I'm like, I really don't have anything more to give, but I kind of got to float through whatever the situation is and just make it to the other side. If you ask me how I'm doing or if you ask me how everything's going, the first thing out of my mouth is it's fine. If I start saying it's fine, everything's fine, it's going to be fine, I'm lying my ass off at that point. That is when I'm faking the funk. There's no denying it. I'm overwhelmed and I don't know how to manage it anymore. So I'm just going to tell myself everything's okay and power through it. But I'm really, that's when I'm like, I'm really not fine. <laughs> um, so with you, like, I, I, and I don't, I don't know you well enough. I've seen you move. I've seen how you operated over the past few years. Um, you are at times impressive and at other times concerning. I'm very concerned about what's going on with you. <laughs> um, but you're also private. And so I've learned not to pry when you want to talk about it, you'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, the whole powering through and telling yourself that, you know, trying to put that good face on everything that you're doing. I'm always like, man, we see what's happening to you. Like we see it. We can tell. But if you aren't ready to hear it, then there's no point in me saying anything. I mean, I still say stuff because I'm I'm just awful like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And so like. I don't know what drives your need to want to be a part of everything. I don't know if it's a fear of missing something. I don't know if it's a, uh, you're proving something to yourself. I don't know if it's part of the image you want out there. Cause I mean, it does generate quite a bit of goodwill. I will say that, but you know, at what cost? And honestly, I don't know what your priorities are in regards to what it is. And I'm not even talking about, I mean, actually, on every level, I don't, I don't know how much of your priority is, you know, taking care of yourself as well as well. I mean, as far as being good with who you are, how much of it is you feel like you have to prove something to your family or friends or other people out there? How much of it is you really just want to be a part of this community and you're willing to do whatever you feel like you need to do to be part of this community? And how much of it is you want to be able to make this huge mark on something and be able to say, boom, look at this mark I made and have it, you know, withstand, you know, the test of time. Like, I don't know which, what, and there's probably more than that, but those are the top four that I see. And the one that I know is being neglected the most is the your personal well-being. 
yeah, I guess all that said, um, yeah, the personal well-being is definitely neglected. But I, I try. I said the to, most. They they all be neglected in interesting ways. But exactly, the most. You know, but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a nice you know you know was it cacophony or you know or uh, you know jambalaya of 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 neglect. Every every piece it seeped into every piece of it. So um, you know, neglect self neglect you know is is part of it. Um, you know, that's, that's an extremely complicated question, but I feel like it's very, I think part of it is, I just, I, I can't see it any other way. Like I'm, there's a problem with, and I, I don't say this to, um, and again, I don't, don't deal well with very, with a lot of, um, self, um, I don't give myself compliments a lot. I try not to. But I know at the end of the day, I can do it. And that's been a problem with me since I'm young is I've, it's not that I can do anything because no, I don't, I'm not, you know, we talk about (laughs) comics and superheroes and things like that, but just the way that my mind works, I see how things work and I know I can do it. So I guess my question is, just because you can, does it mean you need to? Does it mean you should? Does it mean you have to? Does it mean you want to? Uh, basically, it's it's this insatiable desire and thirst for for its knowledge. It's is can I do it? Is part of it's proven to myself that I can do the thing that my mind just dreamed up, and I'm perpetually in this state of discovering things that interest me figuring out I know how to do them or I can do them in a way that people will like and I can fix stuff. I'm very good at figuring out how things work. But here's and my that question. It, yeah. Just cause you can, does it mean you need to? Now that's now we're talking about a humanity question. I feel like it is. It's, it's the, for me, it's just, it's a yes. Why? If I, if, that's what we're here to do. Like that's, but that, you can't to me, do everything. You're right. You can't do everything. You don't actually but, have the the time, the energy. Like you have to figure out, you know, which things are going to take precedence, and that that list can change. That my list right. constantly rotates. There are times where my relationship needs more attention than anything else I'm doing. And so that becomes a priority. There are times when my health needs more attention than anything else I'm doing. You know? Oh, of course. Like, there, you rotate through the, the, the list shifts constantly, but there's, you know, but you also have to acknowledge you can't do everything. You can't fix everything. Even if you know how, even if you have the ability you you don't have the time and often not the resources to do it. And time is a resource. You, like you need to do stuff to keep you, yourself healthy, like sleep and eat and have fun. And, <laughs> you know, the things that actually feel good that aren't necessarily work. So, I mean, if, if you, those are also priorities in your life, then you realize, all right, there's some stuff I can't, I, I gotta, I can't do that one. And I say all this to say that the things that you're regretting about this past year, I don't necessarily think they are things you necessarily need to regret because you keep saying you dropped the ball. And what really happened is you had so many other things that that you had to devote energy to. And it's an intangible energy for your own like peace of mind and just sense of peace just and just general health that you wouldn't have been able to give those opportunities the attention that they might have needed at that time and i i don't i don't look at that as a failure i i look at that as actually kind of a success to say i couldn't i i don't have the resources to do that and so i'm not going to 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 jump into that where I know I'm probably going to fail because I have all these other things happening in my life right now. And I just don't have, I'm not a bottomless well of energy and ability and output. I'm not. Sometimes I got to take that stuff and fold it in and circle the wagons and just take care of me. 
And that's a very real thing. And that bottomless well analogy works on a lot of stuff for us as creators, right? We have, we have that creative well or, you know, that, that wellspring of creativity and energy. And you know, this is the way that we get through, you know, I feel like that's, you know, kind of part of, part of just a way that a lot of times that we, we say that the things are, are supposed to go, are, they are supposed to go as we create and go through this creative journey. But as you say, we are not, um, we are, we are not. I just simply, simply, simply state it. So, you know, I do want to make sure, same for yourself and same for me, that we acknowledge, you know, that we are not, um, we aren't bottomless wells. And so I think that's the part where working on that today really is what I'm trying to do for the days forward. And so I feel like that's the part, that bottomless well or that I can get through, you know, I can get through anything if I just get through it, right? That part is the part where it's still of, am I taking it into 2021? And so I do want to take the time now and, and kind of say, you know, all that said, and I appreciate the time and consideration of, uh, of us being able to kind of, kind of, kind of dissect, I think in my sense, a, uh, a, a real, yeah, a real review of, of how things have been. Because again, I think, you know, like, for example, you know, I, I try to, to give myself some credit of, uh, of some of the things that I accomplished. And, and they're good things. You know, I think it's, it's a good list that I came up with of, you know, these are things that, you know, I got a chance to, to be a part of. And I feel like these are the things that, you know, if, hey, what, what did Dejan work on? These are it. But even looking at that list, it, it becomes hard to think of now what? And I look at this list and it's like, tear it up, start over again. It's a new year, new year. And we get that a lot with, you know, what are we going to work on? Or what are we going to do to better ourselves? It's all about reinventing and, and improving on what we we're on for. So I say and ask uh, you, what, what is your, what is your renewal or, or basically outlook for a 2021 where the kind of set, level set it for me and we're still under the pandemic. We still have a lot of the ills and concerns of 2020 on top of us. Really, if we look at it, the calendar flip, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I think we're we're in a we're in a much more historic time frame now, where it's not just you know we threw confetti like we couldn't even see people this new this New Year. There was no there was no ball drop with a bunch of people, right? It was we're all trying to figure out are we going to be like this for the foreseeable future? So. Creatively, how what do you think your year looks like? I mean, so this is this was interesting. This was really interesting. This New Year's was really interesting. Like I normally I'm willing to do something to kind of commemorate it in some way, and not necessarily go to a party, but like the last few years we were just streaming gaming. Actually, I saw you doing that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm not just going to turn it on and play. That's fine. Go for it. Yeah, that's what we. I usually do that with my with my significant other. Like we sit here and we game together, and sometimes we invite people to join in, and sometimes I would stream it, and sometimes I wouldn't. It just depends on my mood. And this year, I like I think at eleven thirty, I was like, I'm going to bed. Like this is whatever. And I, I knew I was in a funk, and I couldn't figure out kind of what it was. And then I was like, you know, this is the first year in like 16 years that I haven't had like a convention schedule. I haven't had a cosplay schedule, things that I was going to put together specifically, you know, to go to different events where I haven't applied to anything, where I haven't tried to be a part of anything. and you know, this is, this is a lot, like, this is a complete and total break from, you know, what was, and I I could feel that lack, but at the same time, 
you know, I, I needed this downtime. I needed this year. And I had gone into 2020 telling myself that I was going to take it slow. I was going to take more care, better care of myself. And I was going to do less shit. Right. And then I rolled into 2020 and I was planning Black Girl Geek Out. And mm-hmm. I was organizing that. And then I got a, a full-time job. And so then I was doing that. And then I was, you know, applying to different events to be a part of it. This is all like before. So I was still like ramped up to keep going out and doing stuff and planning stuff. I was just gonna do less. And it would not have it wouldn't have been the break that I needed. I needed to stop. So as horrible as this pandemic has been, I appreciate the chance it gave me to stop. And um, I started off, I mean, I was streaming all in the beginning of the pandemic. Like I was hard, I had a streaming schedule that I was maintaining and somewhere, but then I got really, like my health went real sideways and you should never let like neglect your, your body so much that you get to this point but that's what I'd done you know I told myself everything was fine I could get through whatever was happening and then I I was in so much pain I couldn't do anything except be in pain and I've, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life and I had to stop everything to recover from that and it was a slow recovery because even though I had to stop everything I still had to work but it was much easier because we're working from home and my job was very flexible about, you know, when I wasn't going to be on during the day, but because I couldn't sleep, I would be on at like one in the morning doing stuff that needed to get done. (laughs) Absolute ridiculousness, but I couldn't sleep anyway. So I was like, fine. Like, but they were cool about, you know, my shift in the hours and all of that. So, um, what, when it comes to this year, like, And the last half of 2020, like I started doing things that made me feel good. But and this is where I'm a hypocrite. I still tried to figure out how to monetize it. You know, I have an OnlyFans because I was like, I can't justify just dressing up and taking pictures because I like doing it. I need to have, you know, someplace to put it out there. And I had to figure out if I can actually like make money off of this in some way. Totally asinine. I can just do this and enjoy it. Um. But I'm, I'm again, I'm corrupted by the machine I was born into, and it's very difficult for me to just do things that feel good. I struggle with it hardcore all the time. So, um, tw- I want 2021 to be more of a. I'm still going to focus on myself, but also, you know, see the things that I still do enjoy doing, and maybe just indulging in it a little bit more. And, um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of it is like me forcing myself to say no to stuff. Although uh, I was invited to to do a panel at a convention and it's online, of course, um, because they're all virtual now. And I'm like, I should do it. Like, I should just do it. And it can be about whatever I want because I miss doing that stuff. I do enjoy it. I don't enjoy as frequently as I was doing it. But every once in a while, Especially if I can come up with the topic myself, why not, right? So, um, I'm not doing any of that year yes bullshit. I'm not saying I'm not putting myself out there or anything. Like I haven't pitched anything. I, I and I don't write essays as much because mentally I've been so exhausted. I don't want to think about that stuff, and it's depressing to think about it. And I do occasionally indulge, but most of the time I'm like, I just need to not. I just need to feel better about being alive. And that requires me looking away from the horror that is reality sometimes, a lot of the times, much of the time. So 2021 is still is going to be about focusing still on me, taking breaks, you know, not feeling like I got to be out there front and center and a bunch of stuff, maybe even joining somebody else's team and being in the background for a while. I'm kind of okay with that. Like I want to work on something that I don't have to create from the fucking ground up. Like I'm tired. Everything I've done has been ground up. I want to, I want to just 
I don't know. I'll be on somebody's team for a little bit, add some contributions, and then roll out and just leave them to keep doing their shit. I'm totally okay with that right now. So, but not very often. So it's about, you know, peace of mind and physically feeling strong and making sure my emotional self is well taken care of and just nurturing me and taking care of my relationships and all of that. So that that's what I'm looking at for this year. Professionally, you know, I will regret it. Like I've been looking at everybody's list this year and all the stuff they accomplished over 2020. And I've been like sad that I don't have a list like that, but fuck it. I'll get over it. I'm, you know, working mm-hmm, on myself. I'm just saying, I'm working on myself. I'm done now. You can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I think that, uh, you know, just where we are as, as a group, we all, we all have that, right? It's just that, what can we, what can we make that evens up to the other person's list? But I think if nothing else out of 2020 is that we've seen like the, the what's really relevant. Right. And what is it? And I, I tell I say that to myself to the same point as so much can change in such a an instant that a lot of the things like I thought were important absolutely were not when I look at it in retrospect. So yeah, uh my book was late. Nobody really cared, you know, not at the end of the day. When I sent that book, everybody's like, cool. It looks very good. We can tell you took your time on it. And we see that it's worth it. And, <laughs> you know, and, and this agony that I drug around for a year plus of just, you know, not figuring out all the things uh, that, that was part of that story. At the end of the day, they were like, great, we got our book. Right. I think, and, the, and I realized the person that was being the hardest on me about that book was me. Mm-hmm. And, even though I still have some parts of that to finish and uh, make sure that I'm honored, it is absolutely uh, the truth when it's like that's, we put more pressure on ourselves than I think our communities do. And I think that's the part I want to appreciate this year. And though, yes, that still, I am not going to learn the lesson of taking on too many projects, but I am going to learn the lesson of appreciating the process a little bit more and just the things of, you know, like you asked earlier, why are you doing it? I'm trying to appreciate, try to figure out that why in a more, in a more rewarding way. I think before it was, I needed to do it because this is what I needed to do. And so uh, I think it's a bit more of an exploration and in connection with that. And if nothing else, because we're all sitting at the house, you know, at least the smart people and the same people, uh, you know, it's not about the change. So if this is our new normal, which it is for at least a foreseeable future, mm-hmm. I think we're seeing, we're, we're seeing a, a new way that a new way to be. And I think it does work towards creativity in some points, you know, isolation, it doesn't in others. But I think us all learning more about ourselves. So we're trapped with ourselves for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the core of it is, you know, if it's just you yourself, what is it that you're, who are you and what are you about? And we kind of look at it in the creative sense. You know, if only you can see your art, you know, if only you can bear the cost of the brunt of your art being, being here, are you doing it for what are your reasons? And I think that's the part in 2021 that I'm thankful to at least have that opportunity to figure that out. And so that's the attitude I'm taking as I go home tonight and try to write up an email list for a Kickstarter um, or a campaign that just launched today. So your campaign, you no, know, not mine. It will be a Blanco on which will be Marco Lopez and David Brain. Uh, sorry, co-founder uh, has a, an amazing book out. And so he's on Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is kind of one thing through Subsume that was already kind of ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so he was ready to go. So it went. And so my thing now is kind of catch up and, and try to see if that will work. And yeah, and do. And the thing that I feel like I can still be good at is supporting others, so learning to, you know, along my journey, try to help and, and be a, uh, 
a good beacon for, for those who need it. So that's that's what I want to be. It just depends on what that support is, though, right? Like, like I can share your stuff. And not. Yeah, I have a hard time saying no to people. And it's so funny because everyone thinks I have all these great boundaries because I tell people no all the time. And I'm like, you know how you always see me saying no to people. There's many more people asking me shit and I'm saying yes to because I don't like saying no. Like, I'm very bad. That just tells you how many people are asking shit to me and I'm how bad I am at saying no to it. <laughs> if you're seeing me say no a lot. Um, right, right, right. I get that. But I like I'm all like I can support people in different ways that aren't going to be completely taxing on me. Um, I, I But I've had to say no to a lot of stuff that is going to pull my energy because I don't have the energy to give. I'm getting better now. Like I was talking to my therapist last week and I was like, even though my energy is better, even though I find myself able to engage in certain topics way more than I, I was, I was able to, than I could before. Even though I even trust myself to say things now, where for a while I was like, I can't say anything because I can't, I don't think I have the the energy to think this through the way I would like to. So I'm just going to shut the fuck up because I can't, I'm having trouble working this out. Um, I I know that I'm like one or two things away from, you know, being back to where I was six eight months ago where i was just so exhausted i couldn't think of i couldn't do anything so like that's the the weirdest part about the whole healing process you have great days you have good days you have okay days you have terrible days and it's not sequential it's not a steady progression to better it's some days i feel awesome and some days i feel like crap and on days if i feel awesome and i do too much i'm gonna definitely feel like crap the next day So learn to do better. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm not saying, you know, part of that journey is, is that self-care. So that, that absolutely is, is part, is, is part of it. But I mean, it's really like listening to yourself and then not, you know, not going, just throwing everything at stuff because you feel good that day. And I, that's a hard thing for me. Um, especially as I get physically older and, um, like I talk about getting older and being in pain and stuff, but I like people don't quite understand that all the injuries and shit that you had, that you did and that you experienced when you were younger become chronic pain as you get older. And so, you know, I, I, I don't tell, like people don't know all this about me. I was hit by a car when I was a kid. Like my leg was broken in two places. It had to be surgically like fixed. Um, I've had surgeries. Um, I've had um, just a lot of, I I was athletic. So I did a lot of wear and tear type stuff. Um, And I was always one of those people who believed that pain is gain. So if it hurt, that meant I was doing it right, which was actually the opposite of (laughs) what was actually happening. So my shit hurts. And if I feel great one day and I'm like, I'm just going to go and throw myself into a whole bunch of activities, the next day I'm having trouble walking. And it's absolutely ridiculous to me that this is the reality that I'm in now. But my reality is I have to be aware and listen to my body and be moderate about things and stop taking a good day and pushing it to like 110%. I can't do that shit. Unless it's survival, I can't do it. So... Learning that has been challenging, and I mess up all the time, all the time. Pretty much every month I mess up, but eventually I'll get better. Well, that's the part, and I think that's really all we can say to 2020 and for what we look for 2021 is that we'll we'll get better, right? We'll get better creatively, we'll get personally, and 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 in, in all aspects, we'll get better. So I think if we've got that, then we've got more to talk about in the future. So you asked me the question about, you know, did you did you have plans for this year? Because I, I, I that was the other thing, like not having the cosplay plans, not having the convention plans. I have 
bigger projects that I'm working on that are going to take a lot of time to get to fruition, which honestly I fucking hate, but I'm invested in the projects, so I'm okay with that. Um, but that's the only plans I have, and these are just ongoing things that I've been working on for like the past year or two. Um, do you have any like new stuff that you like anticipated doing? Did you make plans for 2021, or is it going to be, you know, more downtime and getting your shit together as opposed to, you know, push, push, push to make things happen? Short answer is it's the it's more push, push, push. I haven't learned my lesson <laughs> all the way yet. I, I think it wouldn't be a show if I did. Um, but to that, the, I'm going to work on. <laughs> Some stuff for I subsume. Uh, just try to lean, learn and lean more on the people around me. I don't have to do everything. And that's kind of part of the part of the reason I found it subsume is, you know, working with Marco Lopez and Robert Jeffrey II and Allison Whitmore um, on projects in collaboration means I don't have to do everything myself. And so I don't have to carry the whole burden. So my thing is more of the light hands make many work. So I think it'll be where it'll feel like I'm doing a lot because I'll still be doing a lot, but I won't be doing everything. And I figure like everything, a lot is still a step back from all of it. And so if I can kind of wean myself off of, of that, that onus, then that'll be it. Specifically, I want to do more smaller events instead of trying to be bigger events. So I'll still do the Subsume Summit uh, in November. But just looking at just being more of the, being part of the conversation instead of trying to build a stage everybody has to speak on. So I'm trying to get, um, find my space in there and then just learn to you know, talk about myself a little more because I, I don't do that enough in the sense that, you know, I think the thought leader, I like to be in some things. I'm not, uh, I'm not there yet. So I think there's a way to do that and just work on my creative professionalism. If we kind of want to marry the two, kind of the things that I do in the daylight hours are the things that I really want to be doing. Um, you know, as a creator, that's kind of the part there. And so I will try to take a step back on some parts here in the first part of the year to do that. And, but then after, after a while, I feel like there'd be projects abound. And so the first project like we just named isn't mine, but it's something I'm helping with, but not fully in charge of. I didn't have, so that's why I feel like it's okay. And though that's a thing to do and it's a thing that works for me, it doesn't have to consume me. And that's where I want to be for my creative stuff going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a lot of stuff as always, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be in charge of anything. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's fair too. You know, it's it's just we got to find our balance. That's all. I mean, it, it's always a process, but I think that's just trying to find that and be part of that is is really where 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 the journey goes. So that's, no, I mean, because the thing that I keep learning is that. I can. I personally can pour everything I am out into give to everything, right, and have nothing left for me. And all that will happen is I'll disappear. And I, I, I want more from my life, for my life than that. Um. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get off that path. What I have found is that you can pour all your stuff out there into the universe and the universe will take and take and take and take until there's absolutely nothing left for yourself. And I, I finally had to realize that, you know, I don't have to be a part of everything. I don't have to be a part of every conversation. Not that I ever thought that, but I was trying to be a part of more conversations and in front of more people. But I was like, the what I have to give of myself to do that is it's... It's, I'm not leaving enough for me. I'm not keeping enough for myself. And I need I need to keep something for myself. 
I need to keep a lot for myself. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not pouring myself out for the world anymore. Um, and which sounds selfish, but it's not because I'm actually a cool person to exist. Like <laughs> I'm good with that and I do what I can, but I'm, I can't, I can't keep giving away pieces of myself like I was. So, um, that is again, me trying to break away from that idea that, my my job is to exist and then to serve and to sacrifice for everybody else's well-being like i want to erase that shit from my memory from you know my my objectives my list of objectives all of that i want to just i want to enjoy my life and i want to i want to make sure that i can and you know care for myself well enough that i do while still being cognizant of, you know, being a, of other people and being able to help with, you know, their struggles in different ways, but, you know, not necessarily always making myself this sacrifice for it. So that's, that's, that's how I'm going into 2021. Just loving me and wanting to do better. So yes, yeah, you're not going to see as much as me. Like I'll be working on shit cause I can't stop. <sighs> But you're not going to see as much of me. Or maybe you will if you sign up for my OnlyFans. Who knows? There you, you, might, go. you might see more if you sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's 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 the that's the the honest plug. So you know, you just sign up and find out, right? So, but yeah, to me, I think my thing is just to appreciate where I'm at because I think. I feel optimistic that there's some good things that are going to come my way because I have, I can honestly look around and say I worked hard. And if that does come, come forward, then I, I've, I've done the work. Um, whether See, or not somebody's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's a logical <laughs> fallacy to think that I know. hard work pays off, but carry on. Well, well, you know, we like to say, we put myself in a position to win, whether or not it pays off, like you say, you know, we see it all the time. You know, people don't get recognized for their work until they're gone. Or people right? who think get recognized for nothing. This is definitely true. <laughs> but so with that, I'll appreciate my thing for 2021 is to appreciate the process. And again, it's just the, the small parts, which is the is a friendship and a collaboration. That's what I truly like the most is sitting at a table with somebody and hearing their ideas and their their dreams and their parts to what it is we're trying to do whether or not we finish or not obviously i want to be i want to be known as the person that finishes what he starts but again all that could change so let me not get so wrapped up in my next project on how fast can i finish or who's going to high five me at the at the finish line and just say you know what i'm just going to appreciate that i can see some ways that creatively i can get better this year and so just to think on that and not make it where I'm comparing it to somebody else. How so about I can appreciate it. How about creatively you can have fun this year? Yeah. That that that's a novel idea. Have fun <laughs> doing the things I like to do. <laughs> How dare I? Right? I'm just saying. Like, I know. We we create because we like creating. And All right. I mean, and I think that was the hardest part for me with this year. I know that the people my audience expects me to either like hardcore cosplay. Or write something that's going to be like social justice oriented. That's going to be make them think. And I was like, you know, I just want to be pretty. And so <laughs> there you go. I shifted it because I wanted to do something I want to do. But I, I was also aware of my audience. This is not what my audience signed up for with me. Like, but mm. you know what? I'm not going to let that stop me because I'm tired and I need this. And so I'm going to do what I need for myself. You go. Nothing wrong with it. So, and it's fun. So, I'm just saying, like, maybe you should have a fun project. I think I will. I think I'll, I'll say challenge accepted and stay tuned and I'll, I'll try to announce what that for fun project wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. And how about this? How about not be so focused on the outcome? Sure. How about be like, you know what? I'm going to do this fun thing and it can be mediocre and just be okay with it. Yeah. I like it. You're just saying that now. Nobody no, likes I, that I, shit. 
I like the idea of, to your point, of being able to just do something for fun. That that sounds fair to me. So I'll say let. So I will say let let me let me think to that and let me say you know tune in for another episode to see what said fun project could be. You know, as, as and tune in to Talon's OnlyFans and <laughs> or my Patreon where I talk about my OnlyFans. There you go. See, you know I I got I got to. Uh, well, I don't think anybody wants to see me on OnlyFans, but I think I can get a Patreon, maybe. Uh, take it from there. So that that's that's cool. Well, with that, we got another another year in the books. We thank everybody for listening. We thank y'all so very much for being a part of our world with New Wakanda. Thank y'all, and here's to a new year. Happy New Year. <laughs>